Hey everybody, we love you. Hey, we appreciate you. Hey, got my girl here with me. We're excited about this new second set of series that we're getting ready to do. I don't know, I probably didn't say that right, but we're just coming out of two weeks of talking about family interruptions. And now we're going to go into a three week uh, moment where we're gonna talk about faith, faith interruptions. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about the story of Abraham. We're going to give you seven layers of foundation that will push you through the faith interrupted moments that take place in your life. What Amen. do you think, baby? I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be absolutely great. Faith interruptions. Faith interruptions. What happens when God tells you to get up and go, leave your country, leave your family, and leave your father's house to a land that I'll show you. I want you to take some time, grab your family, grab your friends, even during the holiday, and take some time and join Pastor G, the first family, Pastor Cheney, as we have family conversations talking about faith interruptions. We, we love and, you. And remember, we had a little interruption. You guys will see our interruption. As soon as we started the series, you'll see our interruption with Jaira and Chloe. <laughs> we love you guys. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Your life matters, Jesus matters, and worship matters at the same time. Peace. Hey everybody, we love you, we appreciate you. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. I got my girl with me today. She's looking really beautiful today. Maybe you look really beautiful. Jaira's with us today and the little daughter, <laughs> Chloe. You doing all right, Jaira? I'm fine. We're dressed alike today. Yeah, y'all see us? <laughs> got my man Josh with us today. He's doing really well today, guys. He's not itching. You know, he's yeah, not itching anymore. Um, yeah, he's hanging out with us. He's getting a little better, y'all. Pray his strength. <laughs> but uh, as we prepare to go into worship just for a few moments, um, I want you to just lift your hands and just begin to ask the Lord to um, give you the right direction as we prepare to go into this next three weeks of a series called Family, uh, the Faith Interruptions. We just come out of that two-part series on family interruptions, but we want to stay right there called Faith Interruptions. There's a moment in your life where it feels like God has just asked you to step out on faith He's interrupted you in a moment in your life where things are just going well, and he asks you to do something crazy. But sometimes in the midst of that, you've gotta know how to worship him so that you can hear real clearly. I'm just reminded of the moments in our life where it takes worship sometimes. God creates the event where worship now takes place, where God now allows you to respond to what he's saying to you. So Father, we thank you as we lift our hands today and as we, as we worship you, God, and as we follow the leading, O oh God, as you allow us to step out on faith, O oh God, we, we ask, O oh God, that worship will cover us in this season. It may seem like it's crazy. It may seem difficult, get hard, may not understand the ins and outs, but because we're connected to your presence, you'll never leave us nor forsake us. So Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O oh Lord. It is our strength and our Redeemer. I want you to go right to the book of Genesis 
faith interruptions, Genesis chapter number 12. And we understand and we know the story where God speaks to Abraham and he says, go now, go now from your country, leave your relatives and leave your father's house to a land that I will show you. Abraham, will you get up and go now? Go now to a place. Don't just go to that place, but Jairi, he's saying, I need you to leave your relatives, your kin, leave your father's country to a land that I will show you. In every aspect of life, we are met with the crossroads of choices and the fear of impossibilities while pursuing destiny. The intersections of life, family, health, and my faith are being challenged. However, life never stops, keeps on going. So I want to just want to ask you these questions today. What are, what is God saying to you today? God wants to use faith to interrupt you to get to the next intersection, to get across to the next place in life that you need to get to, but he needs to build faith in you. He needs to activate that faith in you. When we think about that, several things come to mind when we think about that. Abraham represents that patriarchal narrative of life where it gives us many focal points that we can begin to think about. What do you mean, Pastor G, when you said faith interruptions? Man, this is a story of faith right here. Abraham is 75, baby. He, he, he's 75 and God comes to him and says, I need you to get up and go. Leave your country, leave your father's house, and leave your kinfolk. Now, some of y'all are like, man, I would love to just get away from all my family because these, these people are getting on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? I, I would love for God to tell me to get up and not have to take all of my family with me. I'm already rich. Come on now. <laughs> I'm already rich. Um, and I can just take me and myself. Come on, baby. Now, you, you feeling that way, huh? Just me and you, we're empty nesters right now. God tells you and I to just get up and start all over. Would you go with me? Oh, she's like, yes. No, she wouldn't. She'd be like, oh, baby, we need to pray. But he's 75. I would not. If God said it, I would not. Now, if you said it, oh, I would say we need to pray. But, I'm, but, but God speaks to me. I don't have to say as he said it. As long as you say God yeah, I'm said gonna come, it. I'm going to come because I'm going to find my iPhone. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's that. So now let's 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 talk about this. You, you said that only if I said God said that that you would come. If you tell me that God said, oh. you know that I will abide. Uh, I would listen. Oh, so uh, that's not you're just so that's not true submission. If you're randomly then. talking, then I'm gonna question your <laughs> random conversation. Seventy-five, Jira. He's seventy-five, Josh. And the Lord says, "Get up and go now." In biblical times, 75 was young. But let's just think about it today. 75 and God's telling you to get up and go. You're 25 and God is saying, get up and go. You're 55 and God is saying, get up and go back to college. Are you crazy? I'm ready to go. Now, I don't want you to go online. I want you to go to the campus and go. I want you to experience college life. I want you to experience a new career in your life. I want you to begin to experience some things, but I want to begin to talk about several areas on today where faith will interrupt you when God is trying to push you forward. 
when we think about it, he's faced with three challenging commands. Okay. Go from your country, leave your relatives, and leave your father's house to a land that I will show you. Talk to me, Jar. what do you feel about that? I need you to get up from your country, I need you to leave your kinfolk, and I need you to leave your father's house to a land that I will show you. What do you got to say? Huh? All right, so um, we've got a little moment here. We'll keep going. Um, he says to go from your country, says to go from your country, leave your kin, leave your relatives, and leave your father's house. Baby, what does that sound like? That's called a leave it right there. I want the people to see it. See, y'all think we're going to cut it. That's called a family interruption right there. Little Chloe is getting on her nerves. You know what I'm saying? She can't uh, leave her now. She can't leave her now. You know what I'm saying? Baby, come on, talk to me. Talk to me. About, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, when you really think about that, that's something that Abraham had the ability to actually do that. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of, like you were saying earlier, a lot of us would not be able to do that. Um, I mean, even with our situation, you know, you were like, hey, do you, would you be able to get up and go? Because it's just us empty nesting. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, well, in a few months, we're gonna have Chloe on the way. Mm -hmm. And that might prove to be a different narrative with the whole get up and go get up and go and Chloe is how, when do I see her will I ever see her you Man. know and, and so in when we think about that for Abraham to actually get up and go yeah that takes um, dedication that takes loyalty that mm -hmm. takes uh, definitely we you know we we always talk about Abraham and his faith mm -hmm. but that that is um, an actual relationship yeah and I say that because to get up and go mm -hmm. off of the Lord telling you to do something mm -hmm. you have to have absolute trust mm -hmm. that because he told me to do it mm -hmm. I'm going to do it no matter what because mm -hmm. he's with me I trust his word completely yeah and so that's, I mean, I don't, I know, I don't want to jump ahead in your lesson, no, 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 but, but, but that's where we have to be as a people, because when we read the Bible, you know, we always got a lot of times we were, oh, I wouldn't have done that. Oh, I mm -hmm. would do this. I wouldn't have done this. I would do that. But when we think of our life today, how many things have the Lord told us to do, but because of the difficulty in the matter, yeah. we didn't do it. Wow. How many times has the Spirit of the Lord said to do something and because we didn't like what he told us to do, we didn't do it? Mm -hmm. How many times has he, has he told us, I mean, if we really think about this situation, get up and go. Go where? Where do you want me to go? To she a land that I she will She get you. up and go to Florida. I can't stand Florida. They got big cockroaches <laughs> in Florida. And they fly with wings. That's good, that's good. And you asking me to get up and go to Florida? That's good. Oh my Lord. And so this is what I'm saying. If we actually take the, the narrative of the story and apply it to our lives, 
Abraham getting up and going was no small situation. It was not small at all. Abraham getting up and going from familiarity, mm -hmm. from what he knows. I mean, think about you moving to a new city. You got to figure out the, the grocery stores. You got to figure out the traffic. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out the school. So you have to figure out so many different things. Mm -hmm. So to get up and go off of a word from the Lord, trust. Where does your trust lie? You know, babe, as, as we move into this, I, I want to settle right here in in three areas over okay. the next three weeks. We're going to we're going to pull out seven, seven focuses that we have to deal with when God gives you a faith interruption. You said it was not a small occurrence. It was not something small. This this was really big in the life of Abraham. Why? Because he's, he, he had never had to trust in something that he'd not known. Um, he was very familiar with the pagan gods that his father served, but he was not familiar with this God. And there are moments in your life where God will use something in your life that you're unfamiliar with. He had all of the riches. He had all of the land. He had everything that a person would want in life. But now God comes to him and he says to him, get up and go. Leave your kin, your relatives, leave your father's house, the, the place where you have grown up all of your life and go to a land that I will show you. He, the, the scripture didn't say, and go to such and such, and I'll let you know if that's the right place. No, he say says, that. when you do all three, I will show you the land. When you get up and go, when you leave. And so there are some things that, that we have to understand that take place in those moments where God uses faith to interrupt us, to push us into destiny, to push us out and into something that is great. That first one is that he had to leave it all behind. My investment, yeah. you talked about that. that yeah. you, you talked about that, ha yeah. had to leave it all behind. Leaving it all behind. Leaving it all behind and even thinking about that. Leaving it all behind and we talk about, oh, he had riches, he had money. And so a lot of people would say, well, he had money, he could just do whatever. Yeah. No, they had, back then they were planting, they had to cultivate. Mm -hmm. They didn't say, the Bible didn't say that he was gonna take them, show them a land that yeah. was already yeah. prepared and right. cultivated. That's work. I have put in work, work. in this situation Time. right here. I have done everything. I know this land, I've cultivated this land. My family's here, I have all the help that I need mm -hmm. and now you're going to uproot me and take me to a place that I know not of. Faith interruptions will cause you to look at the sacrifice. It'll cause you to look at what do I need to leave behind because taking it with me right now is not going to be valuable in this next place in my life. He had to leave it all behind. What was, what is all? He had to leave everything. The only thing that God said to him is he says, take your family and take your possessions. Don't take anybody else. Take your possessions in relationships. Sometimes you gotta take your possessions. In, in family, you gotta take your possessions. In your destiny and in, in desires in your life, you gotta take what belongs to you and leave those things that you love the most behind. And then we, after, we have, after he had to leave it all behind, he had to deal with abandoning those whom he loved the most. 
those things that we nurtured and raised up. I, 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 it, it would be crazy if God came to me and said, I need you to go down to another place and leave the Rock Church. Man, I'd be heartbroken. Why? Because, man, I have nurtured and raised up some things in um, the Rock Church. If, if God said, I need you to switch careers and not teach worship leaders and singers, I would be devastated, like, seriously. I can't do what I used to do. I gotta leave, I gotta abandon what I love the most. Sometimes faith interruptions will cause you to abandon. They will push you to abandon some things that you love the most. Abraham had to abandon what he loved the most. I like that point. He, he, he had to abandon what he loved the most when you think about it. There are some things that you're carrying now that you need to abandon. You love it. It's good, it's been good to you, but in this new season, in this faith interrupted season in your life, God is saying, will you abandon it so that I can give you more? And, 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 and we need to really listen to what the Reverend is saying because a lot of times we just feel like, well, in Abraham's situation, uh, he said, move to another place. Well, God didn't tell me to move to another mm -hmm. place. But let's just think about that. Mm -hmm. It's not only a location or destination yes. as far as a land, a, a, a city, a yeah. state. Break that down, yeah. How about leaving it all behind what you, your mindset. Your mindset, yeah. How about leaving it all behind uh, the way you were raised and, and being raised in a way that did, does not magnify, does not uh, result in drawing others to the life of Christ. How about leaving it all behind? You know your job situation is, not, is, is, is bad for you. It's a dangerous place for you as far as your livelihood, as far as your mental capacity. You know, a lot of us go to work every day because we got to get that money, got to get that money. <laughs> and yes, we do. We do yeah, have to get yeah, that money. Yeah. But at what cost? At what cost? At what cost? At how do we allow our peace to be spent up mm -hmm. for a dollar? Yeah. Peace. Your peace. Yes. So I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't say that I said go to work tomorrow because it's a bad place and quit. No, what I'm telling you is there are certain things that when the Lord tells us to do things that we must do because he will lead and guide us. He will lead and guide us and lead and guide us to the right destination for he is always with us. Greater is God in us than any other thing, than your job. The Spirit of the Lord is with you. We have the Holy Spirit with us, leading us, guiding us. He is our advocate. If we would only listen to him and not be so in tune to no, 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 this is what I know. Get up and go. Get up and go. Yeah. I'm not telling y'all, go in your job tomorrow and get up and go. I'm telling you to hear the Spirit 
hear the Spirit of the Lord. Now, if the Spirit of the Lord is telling you to get up and go, and you know that that is confirmation to your spirit, then what you should be doing is you should be listening to the Spirit. And a lot of times we have problems because we know that the Spirit is telling us to do something, but because of the difficulty. Yes. Because of the difficulty, because of the unforeseen uh, uh, future in the situation, we don't listen. We come up with an excuse. We come up with, no, the Spirit really didn't say that. Well, I'm gonna set that on the shelf because there's no possible way that he's telling me to do this. There's no possible way that he's telling me to do that. Let me tell you something. If you are with the Spirit, if you have your ear tuned to the Spirit, the Spirit is telling you something, it's going to agree with your spirit, whether you want to do it or not. Whether you want to do it or not, it's going to come to you more than one time. It is your choice to listen to it. But we like to say and talk about Abraham, but if the Spirit is saying, get up and go, whatever that situation is, get up and go. If it's a relationship, get, get up, up and, and go. go. I picked on a job, but if it's relationship, if it's family, let me tell you, your peace is more important than any other thing. Because without your peace, how can you hear the Spirit? So if you hear the Spirit say, get up and go, you gotta get up and go. He says, get up and go. He says, leave your kin, leave your father's house. Those moments where God uses faith to interrupt you, it challenges those things that you gotta leave behind. It will challenge those areas that God wants you to abandon so that as you're moving and as you're walking into new destiny, as you're walking, I don't wanna say new, as you're walking into purpose, as you're walking into the promises of God, He wants you to be able to walk into those promises free of baggage free of complaint, free of murmur, free of the ridicule and the persecution of what you have went through in your life. Abraham had to leave it all behind. Faith comes to him and it interrupts him and it causes him to abandon what he loves the most. And then I like this one as we, as we begin to close this session out here, starting over in a new place. 75, let's just, let's just bring it here into this culture here because I know that the context of the culture of the text says that he was a young man but when you think about it uh, to 75 75 he he's comfortable why couldn't you tell me to do this when I was 12 well you was in your mama's house so I couldn't tell you to do it in your mama's house because you can't disobey and dishonor your mother and say that you got to get up and go and leave everybody behind because God is sending you here uh, 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 why did you tell me when I was in college well mama was paying all of that money and mama didn't want you to, to lose all that mama you got to pay them student loans back and uh, why didn't you tell me then maybe you weren't ready enough maybe you weren't prepared to hear God and some of us say in my younger age I, I had more energy I had more strength but understand it was the wisdom that God was able to use in this faith interrupted moment in Abraham's life no he was not perfect starting over in a new place new is not always better 
Sometimes you think that you're getting a new car and it's better. And I hear my wife saying it and I hear my son saying it. Sometimes you need, you, you need to wait a year before you buy the new car because sometimes new cars or new things can have kinks in them. It, it's just like, you know, when you get that iPhone and they do the update, you know, they say wait a couple months because you might have an issue because they gotta work out the updates. They gotta work out the kinks. Sometimes starting over in a new place is not the best place for you, but it's starting over at a greater place, a greater place of trust, a greater place of faith, a greater place of dependence. No, you're not starting over at zero, but you're starting over on a new level in a new place that seems to be unfamiliar. Faith interrupted moments in your life is where God wants to show you the new you. He wants to show you purpose, destiny, the plan and the promises of God in your life. Come on now, starting over in a new place. I mean, we're starting over, right? You know, we, we got we got the little daughter coming and and so you know my, my you daughter start calls over me. Like that. You know, my daughter calls me and she says, Oh dad, you're gonna be babysitting. I'm like, uh <laughs> really. You know, my day is about studying, taking my little mid-nap and answering the calls when my wife calls. You know, because she's gonna call me. Um, but it's starting over in a new place. You know, I, I don't know what it is to take care of somebody else's child. You know, she's, she's my daughter's child now. And so now I have to be responsible in a new level. I want you to lift your hands here. And I simply want you to just begin to just trust God in this moment because many of us are experiencing, even in the pandemic, faith interrupted moments in our life. They are purposeful. They are intentional. It's not by accident that God is telling you to change paths. It's not by coincidence that the relationships you had January and February are no longer existent in your life. They no longer exist. Because of the pandemic, you're no longer getting the phone calls that you used to get. Why? Because people have gone on about their businesses and some people just don't want to be bothered and some people just, just, they just want to just do what they want to do. And because the faith interrupted moment of a pandemic says, I need you to go get a brand new house. I need you to get you that card that you've been asking for. I need you to start that business. I, I need you to do something that you've been desiring, but God uses a pandemic to push you in faith. Come on now. I, I know some people are going to say, that's a little sensitive, Grace, but I'm talking to those who are broken and you really want to see God make you whole. He will use the worst situation in your life to give you a faith interrupted moment to cause you to look at it and say, I need to leave it all behind. Oh, look at how many people through the pandemic have made a come up, career yeah. changes. Uh, career changes, man. Been furloughed and had to come up with something and wow. because of witty, creative inventions and hearing the spirit, they were able to do that. So, yeah. Abraham submits. I don't know what the conversation was in his house. The text doesn't show us what the, conf what, what the, what the conversation was between he and God, but I could imagine if I had to start all over, start all over, 
in a new place where I know no one. I don't know where I'm going. All I know is that God said, get up and go. I remember when he said, get up and go to Atlanta, Georgia. And, and, and the faith interrupted moment in my life was Apostle Steve Brock. Apostle Steve Brock was, was, was the person that pushed us out, you know, talked me up and, yeah, Fred, you're going to do well and God's going to be with you. And as soon as I get to Atlanta, I don't even see him no more. Don't hear from him anymore. Don't travel with him anymore. Don't talk to him anymore. Can't even find him today. Sometimes God will use people in your life to build your faith up, to push you out. And when you get out there, it's just you and God. Mm. I've had that ear got to have an ear to hear. Come on now. I want you to lift your hands now. As we take some time to pray, your family's in a faith interrupted moment right now. The family is in a transition. We, we, we were going this way, but we kind of feel like we're shifting this way now. Uh, um, I don't know if I need to do homeschool now because it's going to make life much easier. It, it, it's going to save some money now. Come on now. Uh, that tuition that you were paying a couple years ago, maybe now because mommy and daddy are working from home, you might want to save it. And, and, and put it up for college and, and, and maybe homeschool for a year. Hmm. A little difficult, what does that look like? Starting that business. Pastor G, I'm in a faith interrupted moment and I just don't know what to do. Can I tell you? You gotta, be, you gotta have courage enough to leave it all behind. You gotta have courage enough to abandon what you love the most. You gotta have courage enough to be able to start over in a new place. I know you're talking about your age and I deal with my age. I, I kind of feel like I started late and um, you know, I, I didn't move when I should have moved and all of my peers have been pastoring over 20 some years, 25 years, come on man. They're about ready to retire and I'm sitting up here saying, yeah, I'm planting a church man in 2014. You know, sometimes your age, sometimes your predicament can get in the way. I remember on last week you said the attitude. attitude. Attitude sometimes reflects the leadership that is in you. God wants to lead you into an unfamiliar place. Father, it's our prayer that you'll lead and that you'll guide, that you use this faith interrupted moment to create relevant moments where broken and hurting people can be restored back to their rightful place. Starting over in a new place seems hard. Abandoning what you love the most seems hard. Leaving it all behind, that place, place of familiarity, but now I'm in a place that feels uncomfortable. Let faith, let trust, and the dependence of God work on your behalf. It's what we do at the Rock Church. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. This is our year of the double portion, our year of expectancy. We believe that worship and family is what we've been called to do. That's minister to families. 
minister to those broken places. I want you to take some time and I want you to sow your seed on today. If you if you missed our giving moment at the beginning of the service, I want you to take some time and look at the text to give. It's right there. If you want to give by Givelify, it's right there. If you want to just go to rockliferc.org and give that way you can give. Your giving matters at the Rock Church. It's what we do. Baby, I love you. I appreciate you. We're praying for Jaira. <laughs> she gave us our first family interruption today. So y'all pray for her. Keep her lifted. We love you. In Jesus' name, have a great day. We'll see you next week.